Pro Extra is the Home Depot's free loyalty program built for pros. Members earn perks just for shopping, like new Pro Extra dollars or tool rental perks. Get exclusive benefits every day that save time and money. And here's an extra extra, $20 off your next in-store purchase of $200 or more, just for signing up. Want to save? Join Pro Extra only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Visit the Pro Desk in-store at homedepot.com slash proextra for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Inside Line F1 podcast. We have a new episode for you guys. <laughs> Yet again. Actually, this episode could very well be called the Inside Line Race of Champions podcast. <laughs> we've, we've had a very eventful weekend. I think it was perfect for those missing out on all the Formula 1 action. But Kunal, Formula 1 does not have action. <laughs> <laughs> So our Facebook page, which also goes by the name the Inside Line F1 podcast, is overloaded with one jokes after one Pablo Montoya won the race of champions champion title. <laughs> big, big, big congratulations to one Pablo Montoya and thank you so much for giving us more fodder <laughs> to make jokes. <laughs> so here's one of my favorites actually. So one needed only one attempt and he won the race of champions title. <laughs> Thank you, WTF1, one of our favorite <laughs> websites to go to. Maybe if he wins it next year, it'll be the same sentence with once again at the end. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, in this week's episode of the Inside Line F1 podcast, Kunal and I discuss the race of the champions and how awesome it was to see Juan Pablo Montoya and Sebastian Vettel win titles. And of course, we talk about Pascal Wehrlein's horrible crash. We actually even talk about the lucky fan who sat next to Wehrlein, who possibly has an awesome video of that crash. We tell you why the race of champions is fun, but also why Formula 1 will never go down that route. We talk about Formula 1 sale. Nico Rosberg, is he eyeing the honour to be the world's first Formula 1 and Formula E champion? <laughs> We also talk about McLaren, our favourite team to pick on. And do not forget to remain tuned in till the very end of this episode for our favourite section or our best section, which is the, the jokes of the week section. <laughs> we have some pretty hilarious jokes waiting. <laughs> like every week. <laughs> Kural, I'm just noticing our Facebook page and I can see some pretty cheeky comments about why Mercedes did not hire Juan Pablo Montoya if he's still this quick. <laughs> <laughs> so the race of champions showed why Mercedes actually did not hire Pascal Verline. <laughs> so it was a silly crash and luckily he's safe. And so is his co-passenger who is also a lucky fan. And I mean lucky in this case. And uh, I'm just hoping he doesn't miss out on anything with respect to his Formula 1 duties. I'm just wondering when that video footage is going to go viral. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, Monisha Kattenborn must have thought, Oh my God, 2017 is going to be one hell of an expensive season. <laughs> but yes, we are being very mean, Kunal, and we will stop talking about Pascal Verlein and his crash for now. No, 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 no. I'm still going to be at it. So, 
Uh, I don't know if Verlaine was driving with this much aggression because of the fact that he got snubbed by two of the top four Formula One teams. Who knows? And uh, either way, I think Verlaine gave Sebastian Vettel a brilliant chance to show everyone his talent yet again. And Vettel single-handedly won the Race of Champion Nations Cup against the best drivers in the world. Well, I'm going to debate that best drivers in the world bit because Lewis Hamilton did not participate. And actually, nor did Nico Rosberg. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I had to add Nico Rosberg. So the Race of Champions actually allowed Sebastian Vettel to be Sebastian Vettel. He was so cool and calm and the typical Vettel that we know of. And we also saw the return of the dreaded finger. (laughs) And by the way, this was Vettel's seventh race of champions title. And I think that's pretty awesome. And if my memory is right, the previous six titles were won with none other than Michael Schumacher. (laughs) That wasn't an intentional one joke, was it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I loved the most was this one video of Sebastian Vettel in his car and he was listening to music and he was headbanging to it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this is exactly what Ferrari should do. Put a music system in his Formula 1 racing car. (laughs) I also saw Vettel do the trademark Kimi Raikkonen Wow, Vinal, <laughs> he is learning from the best. <laughs> but I really wonder why more Formula One drivers don't participate in the race of champions. It is a really cool concept and it's really fan-friendly, Kunal. Yeah, so the entire circuit is built in a stadium, which means that everyone gets a full view of the action, unlike Formula One. And the lap of the race of champions Miami circuit, it was only 38 seconds long. Basically, it's in honour of how long Felipe Massa was world champion. (laughs) Thank you, bad F1 stats. That was a very good stat, actually. (laughs) But here's actually why Formula 1 might not go or will not go down uh, the ROC way or the race of champions way. Because the only measurement for drivers' talent is timed laps, which of course is great because it's out and out speed. But there is no overtaking. And let's remember... Formula One installed the drag reduction system or the DRS wing because fans wanted overtaking. (laughs) And I finally know why Max Verstappen, you know, the champion of 2016 for a lot of us, did not participate in the race (laughs) of champions. (laughs) Uh, So to me, what's more fun about the race of champions is that every single driver has equal machinery, a concept that's otherwise alien to Formula One, sometimes even more alien if you're a Ferrari driver, as they call it. (laughs) (laughs) And what we'd give to see, you know, to see Alonso, Hamilton, Vettel, Raikkonen, Verstappen, even Ricciardo, you know, everyone going head to head in the same machinery. Actually, race of champions is a lot like what we've been saying all this time. Give everyone in Formula One a Mercedes car. (laughs) I'm glad someone's listening to our podcast. I hope we get credit for this eventually. Yeah, I think that's Frederick Johansson, who's the CEO of Race of Champions. <laughs> that's really funny. But I also saw Felipe Massa participate in the race. And I'm sure he is using this as practice ground for his big comeback. <laughs> <laughs> but coming back to Pascal Verlein's crash, and you know, 
the fan next to Verline in the car. Very intrigued by the picture I've actually put up on the Facebook page. So in the mid-crash shot, uh, you know, this fan is busy trying to capture the crash on his phone. I don't know if it was a picture or a video. All this while Pascal Verline was busy trying to crash his car or not for that matter. And I think it was pretty insane because, uh, you know, I'd love to know if anyone knows this fan and could put us in touch with him or her. Because I'm sure we'd love to put that footage up on our social media pages. <laughs> Maybe that fan was just uploading a Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately for Verlaine though, after this crash, the doctors advised him against participating any further. But the question is, will he be fit in time for the Formula 1 season? You know, Kunal, though we have some time to go, I really hope he will be up for this season. After all, he's finally, finally figured where he's going to be driving in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> but let's put it this way. In case Verline does not get the nod for the first few races, do you think Pastor Maldonado will be selected as his replacement? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope so. That'll be fun. <laughs> Well, Maldonado anyway said that when Rosberg retired, he thought that he had an opportunity to make a comeback and fill up a vacant cockpit if it, you know, came by somewhere. <laughs> or maybe Sauber will call Nasser back. After all, you know, it's not so unusual to call back a Philippe this season. <laughs> <laughs> Philippe Nasser and Philippe Massa. My God, both Brazilians anyway. <laughs> Anyway, it seems that IndyCar teams do not watch Formula 1. I mean, we had a suspicion about that because we're competition <laughs> and all of that after all. But now I am sure because Kunal, they are in talks with Pastor Maldonado for a seat this season. <laughs> Imagine this. So IndyCar might actually sell him to the audiences as a former Formula 1 driver and a one-time Grand Prix winner. <laughs> I'm finding it funny every time you say one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think it would also be fair for them, IndyCar, to mention the total number of crashes. You know, that would make him quite the celebrity in America. <laughs> and uh, there is an easy counter for this because I remember there was that website, has Pastor crashed today or something? <laughs> So on last week's episode of the Inside Line F1 podcast, we just missed welcoming Valtteri Bottas to Mercedes. And we actually missed it by only a few hours. So I think Formula One should stop all important announcements on Mondays after 7pm IST. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, of course, the news is about Esteban Gutierrez trying to become a test driver for the second time in two years. <laughs> But yes, speaking of Valtteri Bottas, this whole one-year deal thing is pretty intriguing. Is this to keep a cockpit available at Mercedes, you know, in case Vettel or Alonso become available? It's so strange that in such a long press release, I believe it was 1,200 words long, <laughs> they missed mentioning the term of contract, you know, that's just so strange. And I'm guessing this was missed on purpose. <laughs> Well, also intriguing to me is that Red Bull Racing claimed that both their drivers by approached by Mercedes to fill Rosberg's seat. And actually, that's not too unbelievable. 
and uh, i also wonder if they reached out to carlos signs too you know he's a great <laughs> talent as we know i'm sure they did not reach out to danny kivat <laughs> <laughs> gunal i cannot get over you and your love for carlos signs though <laughs> big contender for bromance of the year already <laughs> unfortunately your competition in that department is none other than fernando alonso <laughs> so i think you need to pull up your act <laughs> So Valtteri Bottas has said that he's not achieved anything in Formula 1 yet. I can only hope that he does not repeat this statement at the end of 2017 as well. Because that would actually be a waste of a brilliant career opportunity. Absolutely. That would be a waste of Rosberg's Christmas gift. <laughs> Unfortunately, some of the sound of Bottas partnering Hamilton in Mercedes It reminds me of Massa partnering a Michael Schumacher or an Alonso. You know, very talented driver, but just not an equal. Well, not an equal it seems and like I said it is his best chance to claim honors in Formula 1 or top honors for that matter. And uh, interestingly enough, he can actually turn to his Olympian swimmer wife in case he needs to figure how to deal with Hamilton's mind games because That's what he's going to be up against as well apart from just pure talent. <laughs> I'm sure a certain Nico Rosberg will be happy to come out of retirement <laughs> for that. <laughs> Bottas's promotion also means that Felipe Massa, not Felipe Nasser Kunal, <laughs> is now back in Formula 1. And again, we know that reunions are a key strategy in Formula 1. Alonso reunited with McLaren and so did Honda. Raikkonen went back to Ferrari. and now massa is back in his williams <laughs> what's strange to me about this whole felipe massa announcement was claire williams statement where she said that she did not know that felipe massa actually wanted to race for one more season before calling on his retirement and that's actually strange because How is it that we all knew but she didn't? <laughs> Maybe she just needs to listen to our podcast, you know, with greater detail. <laughs> Claire Williams, please tune in. <laughs> A big key question in my mind though is will Felipe Massa cry again at this year's Brazilian Grand Prix? It's going to be his last last Grand Prix. <laughs> And even more key, I'm wondering if Williams are expecting back their retirement gift from Massa. It was a racing car if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> What would have been strange was Massa returning to race for another team in the paddock. That's when all of this including all the return gifts or including all the retirement gifts would have got even more confusing. I think I'm also going to inform our listeners right now that like we've had Nico Hulkenberg and Sergio Perez were also in talks with Williams to give us an interview with Massa in the coming few months. So please remember to subscribe to us on iTunes and Audio Boom for regular updates. Yes, so Nico Rosberg a reigning world champion, we keep forgetting that because he's retired. <laughs> His new role for 2017 is confirmed too. So he is now an ambassador for Mercedes-Benz. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, I think he was secretly vying for this role more than the world champion's title. And uh, let me give this perspective. So Hamilton's been a Mercedes ambassador ever since he signed up in 2013. 
and it took Rosberg winning a world championship and then retiring immediately to gather Mercedes's interest in signing him up as an ambassador as well. <laughs> I'm just wondering, Kunal, imagine if a rival team had gone and signed up Nico Rosberg as their ambassador, <laughs> you know, as the reigning world champion. That would have been such a marketing coup. <laughs> But in a recent interview, Nico Rosberg was very candid and he admitted that he couldn't ski for 11 years. This was due to a contractual clause. That is really interesting. You know, the sacrifices yeah, that drivers make. Yeah, and to me, given that I love the business of Formula One and I've been a part of it for so many years, it's so cool that contracts go into this depth when it comes to hiring their drivers, especially the do's and don'ts. And I'm glad at least he was allowed to go karting because he said karting helped him hone his basics against the fight Uh, with Lewis Hamilton. But uh, Rosberg also revealed that Mercedes employed a jet lag doctor to help the team cope with the 21 race calendar. Now, that's another really cool insight. I don't mind a retired Nico Rosberg if he's going to keep coming up with these, with these cool things <laughs> that we don't usually get to know. Rosberg also said that he wants to focus on renewable and electric energy, you know, in the time to come. I wonder, is that a hint that he wants to join Formula E? Maybe he wants to be the world's first Formula One and Formula E champion. And it would only make sense that he does that before Hamilton joins the Formula E grid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So moving on, Formula One sale was finally confirmed last week. And there's a strange sense of optimism in the air, in the paddock. Yet again. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's the same people who bought Formula One with the same ideas. But anyway. But Rosberg, Hamilton and many others are actually hoping that the Americans run the business better than Ecclestone did. I'm not surprised to see Hamilton's name in that list. <laughs> So apparently one of the changes um, that Liberty Media have hinted is doing away with Ferrari's annual 100 million dollar bonus or historic payment and if this is true then it's a bold move Mr Carey we appreciate that <laughs> soon we'll go from Red Bull quitting threats to Ferrari <laughs> quitting threats <laughs> and we in fact spoken about the equality of payments at length in the previous episodes feel free to tune in but here's one more thing that formula 1 group or the liberty media group should focus on and that is filling up the seats at the circuits empty stands do not bear well for formula 1 well ecclestone is struggling to fill seats in formula 1 and his friend who is now the president of the united states of america struggled to fill seats on his inauguration day <laughs> <laughs> but yes that joke brings us to our jokes of the week section It is our favorite part of this podcast and I'm so excited. I don't know why don't we do this more often. Maybe we should do this every week. I know we still keep cracking jokes and the entire podcast could sometimes be a jokes <laughs> of the week section but Kimi Raikkonen is Finland's ambassador for sport. Kunal is wah going to be Finland's national word. <laughs> <laughs> Jolyon Palmer's birthday I think it was last week and Formula 1 the official handle on social media wished him with a slow motion video of himself from 2016 Now I don't know if there's a far more subtler way of telling Jolyon that he was actually slow in 2016 <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious <laughs> Finally our McLaren story 
and yes some parts of it do make it to our jokes of the week <laughs> section <laughs> the jokes always on mclaren as we like to say so livery change yes no or maybe there are a lot of rumors but guys forget the colors please add some speed to your car first <laughs> so honda has ditched or is ditching the size 0 concept and this is like formula 1 ditching grid girls this is like formula 1 using grid boys instead of using grid girls like they did in monaco <laughs> a few years back yes i remember and you weren't very pleased about it <laughs> <laughs> nor were a lot of fans let me tell you <laughs> the most interesting and the funniest story from the mclaren camp So the McLaren Technology Center is controlling the atmospheric pressure in the cafeteria, Kunal the cafeteria, <laughs> to avoid the smell of food from spreading elsewhere. <laughs> Clearly they have too much time on their hands. <laughs> yes guys, it's very interesting, but it really makes me wonder, are they focusing a bit too much away from their racing car? <laughs> Which by the way, I also read that the MP4 suffix will remain even though Ron Dennis isn't a part of the team but lastly McLaren have hired a Ben Priest to bring in the Mula from the Americas and are McLaren already seeking divine intervention for 2017 <laughs> guys ben priest is a person in case you're wondering <laughs> on that note ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in yet again we've loved hosting this week's episode and we really hope that you subscribe to us everywhere on the internet and remember to tune back in the next week thank you once again and adios